0: Well, hello there! Welcome to another episode of Pen to Paper Press Podcast. I'm Cindy Coaches and the host. Based on this introduction, you can tell this is going to be a different format. It's still an opportunity for us, you and I, to explore insights, pearls of wisdom, and the experiences I, and several other unnamed individuals, have had on our journey from putting pen to paper and accomplishing our writing goals. Today, I want to talk to you about writing a shitty first draft. First, who am I? This is never a short answer for me. The elevator speech gets adjusted to fit the person before me. In short, I'm a writer and a multi-passionate entrepreneur. I continue finding my energies focused on helping writers to write from their heart, to dig deeper into the storyline and introduce them to the characters on a more, well, intimate level. For many of us, the seeds to our books were planted in the form of a journal entry, it felt good to express that bit of information, and the next thing we know, it's transformed into a blog post, and then into a series. At some point, a reader reaches out to you and shares, This would make a great book! And you realize, yeah, yes it would! This is how many memoirs, books based on personal experiences, and self-help books grow into fruition. Of course, not all books begin this way. The writing process is unique to each person as it is to each book. It's truly an intimate process of connecting with self. Some people do a tremendous amount of research on a topic, while others tune in, tap in, and channel the content from their heart source. Some writers will create an outline of, of how they foresee the flow of the content while others sit down in front of the computer monitor and allow the fingers to tap dance across the keyboard with anticipation of what will happen, you know, what will appear on the pages. Whichever process feels natural to you, do it that way. When we are writing the first draft, It's easy to focus on moving the pen across the journal pages or rhythmically tap dancing our fingers across a keyboard. We are, at that point, not as concerned with making sure the setting brings the reader into the same headspace we're in because we're in that exploratory stage of the book. We are getting the content on paper as it appears in our imagination. This can be the daunting part of writing for those with perfectionistic tendencies. In the interviews leading up to this episode, I naturally found myself wanting to learn about their writing process and give the listeners a peek into their world, you know, so the audience can see or hear that proof there is no right way There is no wrong way to write a book. The process is solely individual. And it's different from one book to another. There's a lot of people out there instructing people that this is how you write a book. To me, that builds up a lot of anxiety and creates unnecessary insecurities and worries of, am I doing this right? Is this why I can't seem to finish that book? I'm doing it all wrong, they toss their hands in the air and quit. They can't seem to get it right, so they think, what's the point? Truly, you cannot get it wrong. There is no set time frame to complete a first draft, or even to publish it. There's a reason for the delay in writing the first draft. First, You may have to go through whatever it is you need to experience in order to share the wisdom and the event. I'm finding that's the case with the memoir I'm writing. I've bumped up against a wall, and what I slap on the pages doesn't move the story. So I allow myself to pause on writing that particular book, and allowing myself the permission to pause is a precious gift. It releases the pressure of the inner critic that's pushing us to get it done. You know, I absolutely love the fact that because I live the nomadic lifestyle and I am recording this from a 21-foot camper, I cannot control the outside environment. (laughs) <laughs> and what I love was watching, I paused the recording because the owner is out mowing <laughs> in front of um, the, or well, the owner is mowing near where my camper is parked. So it gave me an opportunity to pause the recording, get up, pour myself another mug of tea And now that he has, uh, well, heading in the opposite direction (laughs) and the sound of the mower is not consuming the recording, I'm going to go ahead and get back to what I was saying. All right. So again, by allowing ourselves the permission to pause It is a precious gift. It releases that pressure of the inner critic that's pushing us to get it done. Which brings me to something I find myself stating often. The first draft is going to be shitty. It is going to be messy. Every writer Every writer dreams of the day when they sit down to the writing apparatus and the best-selling novel appears on the pages without needing any editing. Oh, wouldn't that be marvelous? The shitty first draft is an important part of the writing process of applying content to a blank document. It's the creative stuff we build the strong foundation with. All those deleted words, sentences, paragraphs, and even chapters, they serve a purpose. They move the story in one way or another. When a writer finds himself stuck, or for the individual who wants to write but not sure where to start, my response is rather simple. Write about what's on your mind, or use journal prompts. Consider it the icebreaker to starting a conversation with a person you have a desire to meet. If need be, begin with, hey there, what's your sign? Do you come here often? Then, allow your character to talk to you and note their physical response to your questions. That content will not be the focal point of your book per se, but the backstory, time period, and by setting the scene, this could, in fact, spark an aspect of learning more about your character. Take notes. What are you seeing in your mind's eye? What color is their hair, their eyes? What are they wearing? What? How are they standing? Do they have good posture? Do they slouch? Describe the environment. Are you in a city, country, or a small village? Approximately what year is it? What are their questions? Uh, What are they seeking answers to? This is the perfect time to get those details on paper. Will the scenery and their appearances change midway through the first draft? Sure, maybe. Good chance it'll happen. The plot might, <laughs> and here it comes, oh, it is so wonderful to see him out mowing. It is spring! <laughs> Will the scenery and their appearances change midway through the first draft? Sure. Maybe. Good chance it'll happen. The plot might shift a time or two, and you know what, that's okay. It, is it common in each first draft? Yes, no, maybe. Depends on the person and where they are on their journey. The first draft is a field of possibilities you come up with when you allow your imagination room to, well, be imaginative. This is also the brain dump period. It's when we experience a story for the first time and collect data. Sometimes the intent is simply to move the pen across the page to get to the pearls of wisdom, waning, just waning to be discovered. So in short, allow the first draft to be shit. (laughs) Allow it to be messy. This is a great time to bring up outlines. Outlines some individuals refer to outlines as road maps a guide a compass <laughs> and here comes the owner again with the, with the mower i love it um who could have planned this <laughs> so anyways um this is a great time to bring up outlines some individuals refer to outlines as a road map a guide compass, or the character's journey, and others consider it too constrictive. Again, this is a personal preference thing. Do what feels best for you. An outline is especially helpful if you are writing a how-to or nonfiction. It's a great tool for keeping events in chronological order It's a way to move sequentially through the content to get the reader from point A to B, then to plot twist at point C, and the conclusion at point D, for example. I know writers that use outlines to keep themselves on track, and with the intent to make the editing process easier. These writers feel they are saving time since they are not busy trying to... Find the plot, the purpose of the story, or the overall message in the jungle of crabgrass and ivy growing within the paragraphs. Although, hunting down the plot and storyline is not a waste of time. A dear friend of mine who has a strict outline, uh, she had a strict outline, and found her, her story took on an entirely different direction when she granted herself the flexibility to explore what was filling her imagination. She admits that version is much better than she could have hoped for. A key element I must state is those who free write have a good idea of the purpose, the plot, and events to be shared between the opening line to the words the end that appear on the last page. I'm not trying to say people who who use outlines won't have to cross out sections of their book excuse me sections of their book with a red ink pen. They will we all do, no matter the technique. As an example, when I wrote unleash your inner story, I had an outline. Several of the fiction novels that I have started, none of them have an outline. I, in my mind's eye, have an idea how the book will progress. I love witnessing the characters taking me on their journey through words I write. In regards to the book I'm writing about my soul's journey, how can I plot that out? For one, I'm evidently still on the journey. I continue my routine of pouring myself a mug of tea first thing in the morning, climbing back into bed and putting pen to paper, noting the various events uh, I've experienced and the random bits of information I keep learning along the way. I have years worth of journal entries to refer back to. When I do sit down to the laptop, I refer to the journals or simply write from what I feel in the moment. Sometimes, and I and I do want to share this, sometimes the hardest sentence to write is the first one. The pressure to write a brilliant first line, the one that captures the audience's attention and draws them in, another hurdle for writers to jump over. With the first draft, if it helps you, assume the first line will be crossed out with a red ink pen. I remember a time when I used to use the line from Snoopy as he sat upon the doghouse with his typewriter. It was a dark and stormy night. Sounds cheesy, but it worked. I'd also call up my sister and ask, Give me a first line. I wrote some pretty interesting short stories from those prompts. Journal prompts are also great as well. Whenever, whatever it takes to get the first line on the pages. Like most writers, I have boxes or computer files or both with various books that will remain unfinished or have the label needs massive editing stamped on the cover. And I do have several of those. Yeah, I do. When it came... When it comes to writing one novel in particular that will not see a writing press until it goes through a major gutting and overhaul, I would sit in front of the computer monitor and let my imagination orchestrate the finger tap dance on the keyboard. No journal entries, no notes, no outline. I simply dictated what I witnessed in my mind's eye as a played out. Editing is a process of fine-tuning. Let me say that again. Editing is a process of fine-tuning. Getting rid of the content that doesn't move the story however it was necessary in moving the writer to the next important element within the storyline that they may have missed. I'll spend more time on this topic in another podcast. Today, it's all about getting the words on the pages and granting yourself the permission to be creative and messy and to reinforce the importance of following your heart. If you were to pause for a bit and think of all the things you were inspired to do, but didn't for one reason or another, how would things be different for you? I know my life would be drab and boring if I had not followed that spark and said yes to myself. A perfect example is back in May of 2016. I followed my intuitive guidance and began publishing elements for a healthier life magazine a digital publication that focused on the various elements for experiencing a sense of balance in our life there are plenty of timeless articles i hope never ever fade away within those pages As the publisher of Elements for a Healthier Life magazine, I found myself encouraging the writers to write from their heart. If the contributor didn't know what to write about, I'd direct them to the suggested topic with the notation to write what came to them versus following the strict concept of this is the monthly topic and don't you dare wander away from it. For some contributors, this frustrated them. For other writers, they loved the freedom to express their voice. Ironically, it amazed me how the actual theme to the issue would naturally appear when I assembled the stories onto the pages. To me, that's intuitive writing and has a deeper impact on the reader. Why? It came from the heart. I've never been one to pack SEO content for rankings. I have a strong faith that the writer, excuse me, I have a strong faith that the people who need to find my words or the words of the contributors that I shared would be led to these articles when the timing is perfect. We as writers have have personal, organic messages to share. That's where my focus is. What moves the writer moves the audience. Our articles, blog posts, and stories form communities. You know, life's events have a way of showing us our passions and our heart's desire. The pen-to-paper podcast was intuitively inspired, just like the magazine. I felt a calling from deep within to create a space for authors to give voice to their books, their writing process, the backstory to what led them to publishing the book, and, of course, to share their journey. I cannot express to you how honored I feel to have podcast guests join me in my virtual studio. If someone would have told me three years ago when I started this nomadic lifestyle, I'd be recording interviews at the dining table of a camper that I can easily convert into a bed, I would have laughed and said, yeah, right, whatever. (laughs) But yet, here we are. Life is an amazing adventure. It was never intended to be lived in grayscale, not at all. One of the one of the sparks that illuminated the idea of hosting a podcast was from the pen to paper writer circle. It's a creative space where writers meet to well write. We meet once a week via a video conference call what i love about it is we take the time to check in with each other if one of us has a question we discuss it 30 minutes of the 90-minute gathering is dedicated to writing basically we mute our phones or excuse me we mute our microphones and turn off the video and we write there's something so wonderful about writing in the same space as other writers at our own desks, miles and miles away from each other, it feels so good. We as writers spend long periods of time isolated here in the writer' circle community. that sense of feeling disconnected or or left out it, it dissolves it helps us to maintain a consistent writing schedule, even if it's once a week, and hold ourselves accountable and to learn from each other. And, well, since I've mentioned the Writer's Circle, I might as well tell you about the short and sweet writing programs I offer. At this time of the recording, I offer a 21-day writing intensive several times a year and have two guided meditation programs available for writers so they can meet their characters. I am in the developmental process of expanding the list of programs. It'll be interesting to see what I come up with. The main message I wish to share with each of you is... Each of us has a unique story and an important story. Your words, they have power and your story does matter. You may think it does not, but it does. It matters. So back to my original question. Who am I? I am a mom. I'm a grandmother to three precious souls a writer, a creative, a podcast host, blogger, a woman on a soul's journey living the nomadic lifestyle, a certified integrative nutrition health coach who transformed my education to the foundation for a website and a digital magazine, a virtual assistant helping clients with their WordPress word excuse me, with their WordPress websites, their copywriting, and preparing their books for print, an editor, a writing coach, Willie James's, and Willie James, if you don't know, is a (laughs) Chawini and full of energy, and I am his walking partner and companion, and I am so, so much more. I have published two books, and I've mentioned them. Get a Compass, Not a Clock is a book of quotes I had written. The idea to publish it came when I, when I was inspired to finally remove the watch from my wrist and quit living by the hands on a small mobile clock and to follow my heart. Unleash Your Inner Story is a guidebook uh, for journaling and it includes 365 prompts to help motivate the pen across the page. Well, it is time to wrap up this episode of Pen to Paper Press Podcast. I would like to take a moment and say thank you for listening. Mere words cannot express my gratitude. If you are a writer, editor, publisher, or truly one of those who enjoys helping uh, others with marketing their books, I would love to have you join me in the virtual studio to record our conversation. To find a complete list of the podcast episodes and the application uh, to be a guest, please visit pen2paperpress.com. This podcast is available on Apple Podcast, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Listen Notes, TuneIn, YouTube, I do have a YouTube channel, so be sure to subscribe there too, <laughs> and many other podcast applications. Be sure to subscribe. Share your favorite pen to paper press podcast episode. And of course, leave us a comment. We love, 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 love reading your takeaways from our conversations. All right, take care. And until next time, know that your words have power and your story matters. Bye for now.